They have interviewed Gerard Johnson to be their offensive coordinator. Donnie, do you remember Gerard Johnson, Steelers quarterback? It was what, like early 2010s? I sent out, go to my Twitter page, and I sent out a video of him playing quarterback in the now defunct, but back then traditional, fourth Steelers-Panthers preseason game. And let me tell you, Johnson was electric in that game, man. He stood tall. Man, he has quite the list of teams on his uh, Wikipedia. The what? Hartford Colonial, the Hart, yeah, Colonial. He, he threw two touchdown passes in the preseason that year. One to Wesley Saunders. Yeah, he and Wesley Saunders had quite a connection. They did. Some would say it was maybe Montana to Rice. It was like Ben and Heath Miller. Yeah, uh, and Chris Rainey caught a touchdown pass from him that preseason. So that would be his connection to the Steelers, Gerard Johnson. And you heard the clip at the beginning of the show, and I want to play this for you again because I think it's really important to the conversation that we're going to have about Johnson on the show today. This is C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud had one of the best rookie seasons by a quarterback ever. Yep, you got Big Ben starting 14-0, taking a team to an AFC championship game. You got Justin Herbert throwing 31 touchdown passes. Andrew Luck, RG3, Russell Wilson, all those guys took teams to the playoffs their rookie years, all had pretty good numbers. Stroud, I think, topped them all. He threw five interceptions in 15 games. He won a play-in playoff game against Indy. Then he won an actual playoff game against the Browns. Guy is a stud. He's going to be a great quarterback for years. And Gerard Johnson was like his yogi. He was like his mentor, his... Uh, mental coach. Somebody that handled this transition to the NFL. And listen to him again on Gerard Johnson. This is from yesterday now. This is brand new. This is with the news out there that Johnson is probably going to get an offensive coordinator job. And this is what C.J. Stroud said about that relationship. I've known Gerard since I was 16. I was uh, in the Elite 11 uh, with him. He was my quarterback coach there. And one thing, man, I can say about Gerard, when you talk about someone who knows how to play the position of quarterback and knows how to relay something, a, a guy who loves football, he loves Houston, he loves Texas, he loves his family, he's a great family man. I mean, somebody who's taught me just a, a tremendous amount of information. But on top of that, man, put a lot of confidence into me as well. When I was 16 at Elite 11, we did like this little like circle group. It was like all the quarterbacks in my group. And Gerard's one thing for me was like, be confident. Because at that time, like I wasn't really the highest recruit. I wasn't who I uh, will become, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I always knew that it would be a possibility, but I didn't hear it out. Like, those type of drives I looked up to, like, he played at Texas A&M, I knew that. And when he was like, man, you need to be more confident. And it was just like, it changed my life, you know what I'm saying? And from there, like, fast forward, I'm here with him my rookie year. Um, it's been just a blessing to work with him. And I'm whatever happens, man, I'm excited for him, and he deserves everything that's coming for him. C.J. Stroud credits the man that the Steelers have interviewed in the last hour to be their next offensive coordinator. For changing his life. It's pretty high praise. Now, I've had some people that have done that for me. I told this story when I was in college. I had a professor tell me I was his worst student in the 30 plus years of him being a professor teaching. And that opened my eyes to the fact that I was completely urinating away my life, my professional hopes and dreams. That got my attention. That was tough love. This is This is not that. This is... What Stroud describes is a guy giving him the belief, giving him the confidence that he could be great. And we saw it manifest 
this year in Houston. Let me tell you why this is such a big deal. Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett right now is at a crossroads in his life, in his career. I don't think his confidence in himself is very high. I think it's quite low, actually. I don't think Kenny Pickett believes in himself a lot. In fact, I was told one of the reasons why Tomlin kept talking about Mason Rudolph and the confidence Mason Rudolph had in himself was kind of a indirect message or a coded message to Kenny like, this is how I want my quarterback to look. This is how I want him to sound. I want the quarterback to be confident in himself. If you don't believe in yourself, who else can? Quarterback's got to command a locker room, command a huddle, all those things. Kenny had that when he came into the NFL. He lost that along the way last year. So here is someone that gave that to C.J. Stroud. Now, let's not get it twisted here. C.J. Stroud didn't come into the NFL like he was going to be the next John Elway or the next uh, Andrew Luck. Yeah, he went with the second pick, but there were all kinds of questions about him. He flunked that cognitive test. That created all kinds of questions about him. Uh, Bryce Young got picked ahead of him. Um, He's an Ohio State quarterback, and so many Ohio State quarterbacks have failed in the league. So I look at this Johnson interview and think, this is more about getting through to a quarterback and less about the X's and O's and schematics and the other things you look for an offensive coordinator, play calling, scheme, play calling rhythm. All of those things are important. But if the Steelers hire Gerard Johnson to be their next offensive coordinator, I think it's going to be about Kenny Pickett and trying to get through to him and trying to bring in someone who is equipped to solve that riddle and answer that question. And to be honest with you, I would be in favor of that. I would be a fan of that. Look, I think the Kenny Pickett conversation has turned very toxic. And I will admit something to you right now. I take a lot of responsibility for that. I'll take blame for that. Part of that is on me. I crowned the guy too fast. I set the bar too high. I set, not unreasonable, but I set an expectation that this guy was going to be a great quarterback because I had seen so many other second-year quarterbacks flourish and thrive, and I thought Kenny Pickett was going to be next. And also because he went to Pitt, we all know that, he's an all-time great at Pitt, he was a Heisman Trophy finalist, he was an ACC Player of the Year, he led them to their best season in 40 years, all that is fact. It's created a situation in Pittsburgh and among Steelers fans where you either love Kenny Pickett or you hate Kenny Pickett. And people are very dug in on that. And honestly, there's nothing I can say right now that's going to change people's mind on that. I'm reformed. I used to be in love with the guy. Now I'm probably closer to out than I am in. But the thing that I believe Gerard Johnson would do if hired, given what he did with Stroud, is he would give us the ultimate answer on this. If Kenny Pickett didn't play well in this offense next year, that's it. And even the people that love Kenny Pickett and adore Kenny Pickett and are appreciative of what he did at Pitt, I think at that point they would be forced to admit he's not our guy. 
Johnson comes in, waves his magic wand like he did with Stroud. Pickett plays great next year. Well, then we've got our quarterback. Let's hope the offensive coordinator sticks around, and away we go. If you think Kenny Pickett is worth saving, if you think there's something salvageable there, then you should really like this interview. Then you should be in favor of this. Because Gerard Johnson's not getting this interview because of some kind of play-calling resume. He did something either calling plays in college. He did something calling plays somewhere else in the pros. He like he was not. He's not from the McVeigh tree. It's not something like that. He's here because of what he did specifically with C.J. Stroud last year. And that tells me that in this process, the Steelers are at least curious right now about linking somebody up or teaming somebody up with Kenny Pickett to rebound and resuscitate his career. So I'm interested in it because... Chris has been very critical of Kenny. I've been more critical of Kenny lately. But given the lack of real attractive options that are available in free agency and in trade, this might be the best thing. Let's get the ultimate quarterback whisperer in here and let's see if he can save Kenny Pickett. If he can't, we'll have our answer. Everybody's got their minds made up right now. Everybody thinks they know if Kenny Pickett can play or not. We'll find out next year if this guy gets hired. That's my take. So I want to know what you think. 412-928-9370. Do you think Kenny Pickett is worth a shot? Do you think he's worth saving? Do you think any offensive coordinator can come in and save his career and make him better? 412-928-9370. Because of all the candidates and all the people that the Steelers will talk to over the next couple of weeks... This guy's got the best resume when it comes to making a young quarterback successful. And if you still have a curiosity in Kenny Pickett, hope for Kenny Pickett, think he might be good, then I think you are probably interested in Gerard Johnson. 412-928-9370. If you think Kenny Pickett stinks, if you think he can't play, if you think no quarterback whisperer, or no offensive coordinator is going to make a difference, then you're probably not the biggest fan of this interviewer. You don't think he's the best candidate for the job.